guys. Welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker. Live fast and die young. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk about um, the old trope, married men live longer than single men. So you must, if you want to live the fullest, longest life, get married. Come to find out, that's a very old study, and uh, they're not really so sure that it's actually accurate. I mean, if you think about it, yes, if you're very happily married, you'll live longer than someone that's miserable and alone. But I'll go so far as to say, if you're happy and single, you'll live longer than someone that's really bummed out and married. Uh, So we're going to go through a couple of these stories. And then according to a, a study that's a little bit more recent, apparently all this information is old. And a newer study that comes out says it's debunked. Um, Women actually are being married is actually more stressful. So we're going to talk about that. So let's get recording. And we have from HRF, which is healthresearchfunding.org. Well, that sounds official, doesn't it? Let's read through. And then we're going to get to the stuff that debunks it. Why married men live longer than single men. Okay. Now, a lot of these things, believe it or not, you can do on your own. The reason why married men do them more often is because they have a wife that's probably nagging them to do it. So they say a wife insurance, married men live 17 years longer. Numerous studies have been carried out over the last 150 years and their findings suggest that marriage is good for your health. Some of the findings of these studies are below. Um, Now later on, we're going to debunk this, but we're just going to read this as is and we'll talk about these talking points. 32% of a a single men's risk of death is 32% higher compared to married men. Now, I got to talk about this a little bit, but in a later study, they talk about that if a woman divorces you and leaves you and takes half your stuff, you're counted as a single guy. So they're like, they're really talking about married men that are still married. But a woman has left you or you're divorced or you've never been married. Those all get lumped in. And I think some, uh, they may say this later on, I forget, but I think people that had their spouse die earlier than them they are counted as single. So that's not really exactly the metrics that we need to be talking about here. So they say unmarried, divorced, and widowed. Now, remember, these are from 150 years ago. Let me see if, uh, yeah, studies over the last 150 years. I'm pretty sure things have changed even in the last 15, 20 years, let alone 150. Unmarried, divorced, and widowed men don't eat as well as married men. I'll ask you gentlemen this. Who's the best cook you know in most of the relationships you have? I'm pretty sure 80% or more of you are raising your hands. I've always been the cook. I am the better cook because I like good food. Um, That's not to say that there aren't women out there that cook, but it's getting fewer and fewer, let's be honest about it. So that one, I, I don't count that one. We can cook for ourselves. And if you don't know how to, learn how to cook. You can get amazing food. You can make it healthy and it's delicious. Uh, Unmarried men are less likely to exercise and more likely to um, smoke, drink, and take part in risky behaviors. Okay, do I drink a little bit more now that I'm I'm a bachelor? Yes, why? Because when I wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and I want a beer, I have a beer and a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> no, no, because uh, because I'm not expected to drive and let's go out, and let's go do this and we gotta run to the mall and we gotta go shopping and I wanna go out to dinner and when I go out to dinner, I can't really have much more than one beer because I have to drive home because usually guys are the ones to drive. Where here... I can buy I can buy a ribeye that normally in a restaurant would be 15 20 bucks. I can buy that on sale for 6.99 at my grocery store. Is it top shelf cut? No, but it, you can get some good ones on sale. Man, sear that thing up, throw it in the oven 400 degrees for 5 minutes, medium rare, very good. 
and I can enjoy an extra beer or two because the farthest I have to drive is from the kitchen right here. That's it. Um, and then as far as the risky behavior, yeah, I ride motorcycle. The All my exes, uh, or at least most of them, didn't want me to ride motorcycle if we were going to be in long term together because they didn't want something to happen to me. Yeah, well, that's that's my hobby. That's going to happen. An educated wife. 2009 study showed that men married to a more edu- to more educated women had a lower death rate. We don't need to go any further than that. Why? Because 90, and this is another study from very recently, and this is a legit study. I'm not making this up off my head. 90% of women that are educated or more educated than their husbands leave them. They file for divorce. So mm, that one's kind of out the window. A study of 27,779 cancer cases found that unmarried individuals were more likely to have advanced cancer at the age of diagnosis. Those who had treatment for cancer and were married were more likely to survive. Okay, 27,000 out of how many? 350 million? I'll take my chances with that. Married men have a lower risk of depression and happier retirement if they stay married. But what happens if you've been married all your life and then you hit 50-something and she leaves you and takes half of everything? I'm pretty sure you're going to be more at risk of being pretty bummed out. When a partner dies, it increases the likelihood of illness and disability in the surviving partner. Men are more vulnerable than women. By what percentage? Also, usually that happens when you're very old. So do you want to live 20, 30, 40 lives with uh, yeah, 20, 20, 30, 40 lives with someone is what I started to say. It'll feel like that probably. Do you want to live 20, 30, 40 years with somebody um, just to, you know, just to say, hey, I got an extra couple years out of it. Married men are more likely to get regular uh, medical care. That's because the wife's harping at you to get it done. But if you take care of that yourself, that's nothing. 82% of men who are less sociable have an 82% higher risk of uh, having heart disease. Well, just be sociable and also eat healthy. Men who have never married are three times more likely to die from cardiovascular disease. So say Japanese scientists. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Married men have better cognitive function and smaller risk of Alzheimer's disease. Well, here's the good news. If my cognitive function goes, I mean, when it's in its lightest form, it's great because you can watch a football game. And when your team scores, you cheer and you're happy. And then when they show the instant replay, you think they scored again. And so you're twice as happy. You forget you ate. So you have a pizza. And instead of feeling guilty about, you know, your next meal, you forgot you you ate. And then you have like a cheeseburger. (laughs) <laughs> and then you get cardiovascular problems. But let's move on here. Uh, this the, the next story here is uh, nagging by a spouse could shorten your life. <laughs> yeah. Now, how many of us here had a wife that's always like, are you just going to sit in front of that computer all day or are you going to go do something that I asked you to? Um, can you take out the trash? Are you going to help me on laundry? Um, <clears throat> Are, um, are, are you going to help me cook dinner? I cook dinner. Are you going to do... There's always something. There's a, there's That's why there's a man cave. So the man can go in and hibernate like it's wintertime and just be left alone. Please stop talking to me. Just let me... Because women don't understand that a man... A man can just sit and relax and watch something brainless on TV. Not have to be always... Oh, let me check Facebook. Let me see what's going... We're not as social. So we can just quietly do our thing. I, I'll go into my garage... And I, like, I'm going to build, build a wood custom computer case because this case I just paid 50 bucks for, my CPU is running a little hot. And since it's a micro IT board, 
uh, an ITX board. Uh, I only have one fan header because unfortunately on this one, the second one's needed for the motherboard itself. Case isn't working. I'm going to build a wooden case. I could go out there and just draw on wood and do diagrams and cut quietly and fiddle with a thing. Five hours go by. And I'm like, oh man, I better get something to eat. I've never been married and had five hours to myself without, hey, 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 like every 45 minutes. Okay. Nagging by a spouse could uh, actually shorten your life. It's part of a marriage that everyone loathes the occasional or in some cases constant nagging between spouses. And in CBS 2's Scott Rappaport reported Friday, word has now come that nagging's not only annoying, but it can even be life-threatening. Ask any married, guy to, any married guy on the planet and he'll tell you, as one man told CBS 2, nagging is not pleasant. But now a new study suggests husbands of nagging wives can actually be nagged to death. Uh, let's see. Do I have, uh, let me find the right button for that. Men can be nagged to death. I am shocked. Shocked. Well, not that shocked. It's not shocking. <laughs> this is not shocking. If you've been in one of these marriages, you know. You're just like, I Please, sweet mercy, let it end. But now a new study suggests uh, husbands of nagging wives. Okay, I read that. Danish researchers from the University of Copenhagen said having a nagging partner can significantly shorten one's life and could result in three extra deaths per 100 people per year. The study also said people nagged by their spouses are more likely to get heart disease and cancer. Oop, well, there goes the study that we just read from 10 seconds ago. And this isn't from 150 years up through present. This is present day science. Sounds about right, said Stephanie Chaletti. I nag him a lot. The study also says men in particular are at risk. Shocking, shocking. We are the ones that get all the nagging? I find that hard to believe. Right. Um, men who said they, were fa they faced many demands from their partner or family and friends were more than twice as likely to die compared to women in the same category who were 34% more likely to die. You know you're just hanging out, man, and it starts coming. You know, you try to avoid it as much as you can, but you can't forever, said uh, Chiletti's boyfriend, Terry Garcetti. And Garcetti and Chiletti are not even married yet. <laughs> man, press F for fallen Mr. Uh, Chiletti, or uh, Terry Garcetti. Uh, researchers, researchers from the study concluded that men were especially vulnerable for, to frequent worries, demands from their partner, contradicting earlier findings suggesting that women were more vulnerable. Look... Um, now, maybe this changed. Maybe maybe the very newest data has this changed. As women are now saying, I am empowered and I'm strong and I'm free and I'm going to work and do my dream job. And they, they graduate with their gender studies degree. They can't find a job. They've got to go work as a barista or a bartender. But they still owe $90,000 in debt. Their OnlyFans isn't paying out like they expected it to. Maybe Maybe now being in a relationship and getting that stress on top of it. Maybe they're like guys now. But... Traditionally, it used to be guys bring home the money, women do all the household stuff because they're stay-at-home wives and moms. Now both people work uh, equally, although the man is still primarily the breadwinner because women still want men to out-earn them at 155% of the woman's income. So the man's got to bring in more money, which usually means more stressful jobs. And then on top of that, he's got to do 50% of the household chores. So not such a great deal. Uh, the reason was uh, given was men, unlike women, do not share their problems with close family or friends. No, we can't. I'm still going to nag him, said Barb Grossetti, as her husband stood next to her, but I'll stop short of killing him. The study followed nearly 10,000 Danish men and women between the ages of 36 and 52. And then we'll, leave, we'll, we'll read the last one here. This is from a little while back, but it says, uh, 
no, getting married does not make you live longer. And this is going to debunk the kind of the first one that we talked about about 150 years. Here's another myth about getting married that just won't die, pun intended. Yesterday, the Washington Post teased its Valentine's Day story with this online headline, Want to Live Longer? Try Marriage. The money quote came from a research brief from Rand. Numerous studies covering 140 years have shown that married persons tend to live longer than their unmarried counterparts. As readers of this Living Single blog know, I don't take any quotes at face value. I read the Rand brief and found that it was based on one study of men only published in 1996. I read that study too. The reference to 140 years was alluding to other studies on the topic, uh, including some I'll describe below. Women often cited by the marriage mafia, uh, Waite and Gallagher's The Case for Marriage claims that getting married can literally save your life. In chapter two, I've singled out, I scrutinized each of the studies cited in the supposed uh, support of that claim. Here, I'll just briefly review some of the tricks the authors used to make the results of getting married look better than they really were. I, this does not surprise me, to be quite frank. I mean, anything to keep men on the, on, the, on the plantation, so to speak, slaving away, working away, bringing in the, the bacon, bringing in the money, paying the extra taxes. Because here's the thing. If, if, if I move out to my bus, I think with registration and insurance and everything, um, I think it comes into like $1,000 a year maybe 1200 I forget what all my insurance. And then with my truck, I think uh, I think that comes up to like $1,800 a year. So if I just park my bus somewhere out in the Nevada desert or Utah desert, well, I don't know, desert, but out in the middle of nowhere and, and I've got solar and a tank full of water and a fridge full of food and I just chill there for a month, it's going to cost me 150 bucks to, to live, uh, you know, food and stuff and I need fuel to get around. But my electricity, all that stuff, solar. That's literally nothing. One date can cost you $150. So don't tell me that guys aren't stressing out about bringing in the extra money and supporting a family and having to take care of the kids and college funds and soccer practice and all the other stuff. Um, the most popular cheater method is to pretend that people who are divorced or widowed never did get married. It's the same method used most often to make up the bogus claim that getting married makes sure you happier or healthier. Practitioners of this bit of artifice are trying to make an argument that goes something like this. Divorced people don't live as long as married people, so that it shows getting married expands your lifespan. But divorced and widows people but divorced and widow people did get married. So if you're 20, you get married and they they survey you and you're one of the half happy, healthy people, but you get divorced at 60. And, and then they come up and interview and say, hey, how's your health? How's this and how's that? And you say, it's horrible because maybe you're stressed out because she took all your money, took half your stuff. You found out she was sleeping with a neighbor or whatever, right? Uh, and your health goes to crap and they ask you to marry divorced. And you say divorced, they count you as single. Sorry, that should count as divorced because I'm pretty sure if you took single, married or divorced, single are probably going to live the longest. No nagging, casual lifestyle, do as I pleased. Married would be second. Divorced would be third. Neither 1996 study based on only men. Uh, oh, let me try that again. Neither the 1996 study based only on men, nor any of the studies cited in the case for marriage compared all of the people who ever got married to the people that stayed single. So when the authors of the case claimed that getting married saved men's lives, they did so by acting as if the men who got divorced or widowed did not actually get married. I call that a statistical annulment. Here's something else interesting from that book. Even after using the cheater method, the authors ended up admitting that getting married did not much matter to women's longevity, 
even the women who got married and stayed married did not seem to live longer than other women. So it doesn't help women's health. So really it boils down to, well, guys live longer if they're married. Why? Because their women nag them to go get health checkups and to eat better and don't let them lounge around relaxing, sipping a cold one, playing a video game. They force them to go out and mow the lawn and go to the mall and do these chores, take out the trash, (laughs) work longer hours to make money. That's my guess on it, at least. Now, let me tell you the results of what is probably the longest running study of longevity ever conducted. It is the Terman Life Cycle Study, started in 1921. The 1,528 men and women who were 11 years old when the study started have been followed for as long as they lived. Two groups of people lived the longest, those who got married and stayed married and those who stayed single. What are the odds, guys, that you're going to get married and stay married? Not good. Like I said, the guys that got run over and got divorced are actually the worst. They say here people who got divorced or who divorced and remarried had shorter lives. What mattered was consistency, not marriage. The results were the same for men and women. There it is, man. Either get married and stay married forever, good luck, or stay single. And if you stay single, you no, no different results here. That's important. Of course, you still got to take care of yourself, but... Does that mean once married, you should stay that way in order to live longer? The answer to, to answer that definitively, we have to do a study that could never be done. Randomly assign married people to stay married or get divorced. Maybe those who stay married would live longer. Maybe those who wanted a divorce but were assigned to stay married would have lives that were even shorter and more miserable of those that did divorce. We just don't know. So I think this was a, a fun little summary. I've, I've gotten emails from you guys. Uh, speaking of which, um, so I got, let me finish. You, I got emails from you guys. Um, I, I, here's your answer either get married and stay married good luck or stay single and take care of yourselves if you stay single and take care of yourselves you're good to go and for those of you who say oh what happens when i get older who's going to take care of me uh look make a ton of money and go out like anna nicole smith when she was like i don't know 20 something and she married like an 83 year old billionaire oil baron he got taken care of till the day he died trust me he got taken care of well and then she tried to get all the money and they got into a court battle and everything else. But other than that, let's face it: if you get, if you get, uh, um, if you have a health problem or you get dementia or Parkinson's or something else like that, a wife is not going to be able to take care of you. It would be better to make save all the extra money over the course of you not being married and have a little bit left over and be able to p- pay a nurse to actually come in and give you proper care because she won't resent you for it where a wife definitely would. Because if you're too much to handle, a wife will just leave you nowadays. They do that when you're in your 30s, let alone when you're 80s and you're you're having trouble remembering your own name and eating. <laughs> Trust me, they're not going to stick around. So, And then as far as the other email point that I wanted to say, guys, I've got like 2,500 emails in my backlog. I've got a ton of you messaging me on Instagram. I can't get through all of it. I'm trying, but more coming in than I can read. So if you don't hear back from me, it doesn't mean I didn't read it. It just means I haven't read it yet or I haven't gotten around to it, but I'm getting way more than I can read reasonably in a day. So please just understand. You're welcome to keep mailing me, uh, uh, emailing me. I'll try to get to it at some point, but I, I promise you I'm not blowing off, uh, blowing you guys off. Guys, if uh, you'd like to support my work, links are below as always. If you have, thank you very much. The best way you can support me is like, comment, share, subscribe. Check out my older videos. Join me over on uh, betterbachelor.locals.com if you want to jump on the forums and chat and all that. You can support me over there for five bucks a month. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Guys, um, I'm. Uh, this is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. Remember. 
You're not going to live longer. You're not going to have a healthier life. You're not going to be any better off for getting married. Just stay single. Learn to adapt. Learn to cope. Learn to take care of yourselves. Learn to eat well. You know, when you're a, and I'll, I'll expand this a little bit. When you're a, when you're a kid, you're like, oh man, if I just had all this money, I could, and I'm living on my own, I can order pizza, play video games and eat ice cream all day and, and, uh, go to Taco Bell every other day and I can eat. Yeah. You can do that now as an adult, you will get very big, very quickly and very unhealthy. It's kind of funny that as a kid, you can't afford to do all that, but you could probably eat that way. And then as you're an adult, you could eat that way, uh, because you can afford it, but your, your health won't keep up with you. So, so guys, take care of yourselves. I'll leave it there. Uh, better bachelor. I'm Joker. Peace out. Mm-hmm.